0: I think my dad wanted us to play sports, not to be athletic or anything. just because of he wanted us to get into something where you get hit in the mouth and then you got to figure out what to do. Mm. Like, you know, as a, forget the sports, just like when you get hit and laid <laughs> completely out, what can you do out there by yourself without
1: mommy and daddy? What's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Dads on Purpose, the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Josh Ashford. Got the big homie, Kev. How you doing, man?
2: Man, I'm doing fantastic, brother. Look, I still got Christmas up, so we still (laughs) celebrating, man. We having a wonderful time over here. I need you to take them down. Nah, bro. It's too soon. Too soon.
1: My uh, my Christmas decorations went down on Saturday. Mm. You got to listen. Listen. You got to understand, man. I need my living room back, so they got to take it down. (laughs) But anyway, look, man, you got us all rooting in our, in our own house, man. We didn't even introduce the guest, man. We got my, my buddy, bad, my brother, bad. My brother, uh, TC Speaks, man. How you doing, Tyler? Man, I'm I'm great. Kev, I, I
0: still got my decorations up, but I, I was scared to say something. I thought nah, oh,
1: bro, gosh, bro. Man. Listen, I'm cut com- look, I'm coming for next. I'm just kidding. Because look, my look, my I took my my tree down on Saturday, and uh my wife was like, Oh, these kids didn't change your mind. How you feel about Christmas? You taking it, you used to leave it up all night. I was like, I love to leave my tree up. I was like, but the toddler. Anyways, don't yeah no, yeah. yeah go ahead yeah go ahead. man gonna, yo go first things first ahead. this uh this podcast is brought to you by TLC teach love connect man for fathers by fathers man challenging the stigma and the stereotypes that fathers are impatient emotionally unavailable and unapproachable man we've been here bro where y'all at uh, go to tlcbrand.com, dot com grab your swag um that's that and then uh Tyler man I, what I want to do I just want to get the people because I know your story. Right. I don't want you to do the whole thing. I don't want you nah. to do the whole thing. I want you to I ain't gonna do it like pitch. how Kev used to. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna do it. How, I'm learning from Kev. Kev said he do it. Pitch because <laughs> man, I, I this so this episode today, we're talking about creating generational businesses and keeping them. Right. And you know, like we, we've been rocking for, for a while, man. And I, I love your story, I love where you come from. Um, and if people sat, had the opportunity to listen to your whole story, like, yo, that they would just be life transformed, man. But we ain't got that much time because it's a 30 minute podcast. Um, (laughs) but I I think, I think you and your family, you know, you guys understand, you know, how to create a generational business and then how to maintain that. Um, I don't know how long y'all want to keep doing it, but you've created it. Right. Yeah. And it's something that can sustain. Um, So that I want to give a little bit of background, man. And then we're going to dive into that. And uh, we're going to help some dads out.
0: Yeah, for sure. I want to cut right to it because, you know, my my pops, Earl Campbell, um, great father. Okay, (laughs) blessed to obviously play in the NFL, Hall of Fame, Heisman Trophy, um, but amazing father. And he always wanted to build something for our family. Right. And so as it ties into what we're talking about today, um, understand that 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 mindset for my dad of building generational wealth um, started for him when he was a child. He grew up working on sharecropper land. If you own sharecropper land, that means you work the crops on the land, but it's not yours. Yeah. You you're earning money for somebody else. Right. Yeah. So when my dad started a sausage business, Earl Campbell Meat Products um, back in 1991, mm-hmm. you know, um, number nine sausage company in America now. Um, that mindset was, it, one? uh, number one, it goes, it goes back and forth, right? You got a uh, acreage all the way at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got, you got your acreage sausage. I don't know how many people up North, uh, but Eckridge is up there, you know, Johnsonville, right underneath Got there, um, Butterball Turkey. I could go on and on about it. Don't I, do that I, to me. I, I don't know. Look, I'm not in the sausage business. So you told me number nine,
1: number 15, number so
0: like, means, But it means something because I told yeah. you, you know, you know yeah. that 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 means a lot. That, that's where the mindset of building a business came from. Um, So mm-hmm. for me, you know, I was I was uh, grew up in Austin, Texas. I'm a native Texan. Right. I um, mm-hmm. was blessed to receive a football scholarship to San Diego State University. Um, always knew that slogan that my father said to me growing up, I am building something for you. You don't Mm. understand it now, but your dad is building. I'm always looking at my father. He's on the road. He's doing other things, but he's always making his presence felt. He's not Mm. present as a father. He is making his presence felt. Those are two totally different things. Okay. So alarm that my dad is on his grind all the time going up. Um, but he's still making his presence felt. So dads, it's feasible. Okay. Um, but in, in, long story short, the reason why, why, why me and Josh met up in, in this particular realm is because I was given a disease, multiple sclerosis, right? I say given to me, my disease is the biggest blessing I would have ever received. I'm not talking mm. to you guys on this podcast. If I don't have that autoimmune disease, the mm. autoimmune disease cancels out football for me at San Diego State University. Um, it gives me an awakening to understand that a true calling for me is a gift to speak with a purpose Mm. to serve, which extends far beyond the football field. So my mindset is always, I'm always gonna go back and work for the company because my father taught me about the upbringing. I know where my family comes from. I know my dad is building something. And so I take all of those things and I come back um, after my life has been changed, after my limbs have been taken away from me, but I still have speech yeah and then i noticed that that gift to speak approaches the game of sales the way you treat people um the way you love people um character mm-hmm. uh so for me i'm an ms patient i diagnosed with multiple sclerosis yes but it also paved the way to have a gift um to speak that gift is what i use utilize in sales that gift um has allowed me to reach people that gift allowed me to meet josh and uh It's all started, when we're talking about generational wealth, it started with my father working the rose fields, um, seven, eight years old, coming from a family of 11. Dad died on him when he was young, saying, I don't want to work and give the money to somebody else. I Mm. want to work to be able to accumulate the money for my family. He was like, bro, do you know how hard it is to pick crops and then you turn in your check and it's going to somebody else and then you getting residual? (laughs) You know, so um, that's where we are now. So generational wealth is is big to me. And I, I think it needs to be big for everybody. White, black, brown, green, yellow, purple.
2: Yeah, and, no uh, man.
1: I, I, I love your story. Uh, I'm a sidestep real quick. Yeah. Um, you said uh, he worked in the Rose Cross. Is that what they call him? The Tyler Rose?
0: Yeah. Well, Tyler, Texas, is the Rose capital of the United <laughs> States of America. Most okay. people don't know that. So, know that. especially back in those days, um, Tyler roses are specific, man. I can pick them out. I got some in my, in my rose bush down now. <laughs> um, but if you look up Tyler, Texas, where my family is from, mm-hmm. you know, especially back in those days, plenty of rose fields, roses bought in majority of money, especially for black families, especially for country families. Wow. Um, you got in the rose fields, when the rose turned season, you you yeah. changed to cotton, when the cotton changed, you know, so my, my family, we, I come from a line of pickers. Mm-hmm. And, and farmers—that's that's, that's mm-hmm. my family. Mm-hmm.
1: Yo, that's dope, man. And I appreciate you sharing that. And I don't—I just want everybody out there to understand. So, like me and TC, we got a relationship, and he doesn't like to talk about his relation. Not. I, let me get straight. He doesn't like to mention his dad's name, and that's not why he's on the show. He's on the show because of our relationship. Straight up. Um, so I know that's big for him to even say his dad's name, but that's not why we had him on. Um. So I just wanted to put that little caveat in there because that's that ain't what we're doing. We ain't. Oh, we
2: ain't But bro, he had to because all of the nuggets. Like I'm sitting here and I was just like, man, this is Jesus. Like because because and 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 the reason why I say that is because he said his father said, hey, I got something for you. I'm preparing, you know, I'm preparing something a business for you. He already planted in your mind that, man. I got a company. I'm building something for you. So mm-hmm. when you get of age, when you're ready, like I have something set aside of you. And then he still allowed TC to be the man that and become the man that he was going to be even like, you know, because come on, man. Yeah. UT, yeah. Like, I'm we in Texas. We know, man, you see Texas, you see the whole crowd, like your family, yeah. family, 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 family will <laughs> go to UT. True. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But But just to allow him to be his own man and for him to transition with the disease. Uh, And how many of us as fathers have had something enter into our lives as we're pushing to greatness? You know what I mean? Like we're, Mm -hmm. we're, we're excelling and we're trying to build for our families and grow. But then something comes in and knocks us out. But being able to turn that around, not because he needed something to survive, because his dad already had a business for him. His dad already had something for him. So, bro, your story, bro, like to so many nuggets of right there of what we could do as fathers. Like the first thing I wrote down was he wanted to build something for his family. Like we Mm got to change our mindset of, you know, I just want a house and I want to survive. Like what are we as fathers wanting to build for our kids and, and our kids' kids? Like he wanted to build something for your family, man. And that's just Bro, and did, then being able to see it to come full term. Sorry, my bro. the Josh. No, <laughs> <nah, laughs> man. You're you you right, you right man. on time, fam. But, but that's... I I just got excited. Like, just to see it to come full term and to hear what we talked about earlier where the other things that you have going on. Like, bro, that's just... Your story is awesome. Freaking amazing. And so many nuggets that we can use as fathers to really start thinking. We got to change the way we think. Like, that's funny. I was thinking about that a couple of uh, weeks ago as a minister, getting ready to prepare a message. But the one thing that's jumped in my mind is, man, he tells us, like the the Bible tells us, change the way you think. What are you thinking about? What do you desire? What are you? And so we got to be able to, we want to be rich. We want to be wealthy, but we don't think generational. We don't think, you know long term and the next nugget he said i don't want to give i don't want to work to give it to someone else like man
0: yes that's, that's real big big J, chime in cuz i know you got something what no, you got no
1: man i was i so i what i want man um yeah. because again cuz i know more about your story and i know more about like kind of how that how the whole dynamic of your family works and so i think it's beautiful that your dad was creating something for you even though you didn't share the same talents of gifts that he had. Right. Because, you you know, you got you, you got your brother. Your brother was the more gifted athlete. Yeah. You know, you went to, um, you know, Austin Westlake, Mm -hmm. which is you got a ball out and you weren't as gifted, but you're carrying your father's name, but yet you still rose to the occasion. And so I kind of want to talk about that, man. It's like, Yo, how did your dad encourage you? Because he, you know, he's not, he's a smart man. He understands what it takes to, you know, be good at the college level, be good at the NFL level. And when he sees his son, quote unquote, not hitting the marks, but yet he's still building something, he's still preparing it. For you to take up, you know, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's um. I, here's here's what I want to encourage some of
0: the fathers out there because we all come from different situations and we all come from different backgrounds. I want to give hope um, because we we are quick to, you know, we're very critical of ourselves, especially mm-hmm. when we live in the instant gratification world. We see other uh, people having this and having that. Maybe even okay, let's make it let's make it personal. Other dads doing this and doing that taking Um, trips,
1: buying gifts, doing, buying the
0: houses. Come on, come on, come on. Right. So, um, my dad, his dad died on him when he was 11. Mm. Okay. So nobody outside of coach, my dad didn't have that. Dad's always there at the dinner table. Like he didn't have the greatest resume. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's, that is what is so important for people to know. It's, not where you start what you have because we're quick to talk about what we don't have. And then that mm-hmm. will stalemate us. My dad didn't have that. He didn't have anybody to teach him as a father necessarily to love. He didn't get his for very long, yeah. but that didn't stop him from wanting to aspire to be. And um, I think his love superseded all that ath- the athletic talent stuff, all the, you know, whatever football, all the uh, living on, you know, on the west side of Austin, um, affluent neighborhood. The love trumped all of that. He wanted to make sure he loved and for me, that's what I passed down to my son. Mm-hmm. Everything that I, uh, in, everything that I do with him, it is done out of love yeah. right And how is that any different by the way, than what your heavenly father says from the from day one? The greatest of these things, Cal, is love. Yeah. Yeah, okay so bro. whatever you harbor, whatever you do, if you do it out of a spirit of love even if yeah. you ain't the most religious person, whatever. Okay. We yeah. Yeah. lost you. We'll bring it back. If you, <laughs> if you do things out of a spirit of love, that's when growth and things can manifest. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I saw, you know, and I said, and, and my father said, okay, he's not the most talented. He's not going to do football, but if I love on my son and if I tell him he can, Then when he discovers what that thing is for him in manhood, as long as I'm there to support him, watch this in the way that I always wanted my father to be there for me, but never was. My son will be okay. Mm -hmm. And, And so if anything, no secret sauce, fellas. Love is free. Love is what my pops gave me and still gives me to this day. I'm 34 years old. Nothing has changed. But because he backs me and shows me that love, bro, I hit the ground every day running and I do the same
1: thing for my children. Yeah. Go with yeah. go with it. Go with it. Bro, bro like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, I I can, I can see Kev over there. Kev is just like he, he, he I bro. see writing all them nuggets and I start I got my pen and pad too, so <laughs> but it's but, it's, hey, but man, it comes hey, Go ahead, go ahead. Wait,
2: don't go go just right here like hey oh, man, man, listen. Every father, you can. I don't care where you at. I don't care yeah. what you got going on. Like you, you might not even have your dad tell you you can. Maybe you didn't yeah. have an uncle to tell you you can. But yeah. absolutely, we're telling you right now. These three dads on this podcast yeah. are telling you right now that you can. Like that's yeah. to me because I think that's that that goes back to what we started our podcast on when we talked about anger and frustration. Men, especially black men, are just angry and frustrated with yeah. life, and we have not Man. experienced. You know, we have not we have not experienced pure, true, unadulterate, like love, like the love from where it's like, Hey, you messed up, but I still love you. You, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and not only just love you, but also correct, correct you in a way that's not harmful to your spirit. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, um, um, and so since we missed that and we missed that love, but yet we're having kids and we're building families and we're desiring something that we've never experienced before, you can like mm-hmm. you you absolutely can um have these dreams like inspire to be like bro <laughs> just inspire to be so go go josh go no, ahead josh. No, man i i
1: think it, i'm again my mind is just blown because this this ain't where i wanted this podcast to go but i'm sorry bro that's fine because it's not yo i i think this is it, it, it's, it's funny to me because like, I wanted to talk about, Hey, how do we, how, what are the steps to creating generational, you know, uh, uh businesses and, and how do we keep them and things like that? When you think about that, you think about the process of, you know, creating a, you know, a trust, you know, getting those things in alignment, but you don't talk about those things or that are quote unquote, not tangible, like, yo, showing love, like, you know, like that, that is, I think that supersedes everything else that we're already talking about as far as like the steps and things like that. And so that's OK for me that we're not even going down that path because this is something else that needs to be talked about more than the steps. Because everybody else is talking about the steps, but nobody's talking about showing the love, showing the care, like taking the time and just investing in your kids. And I say it all the time. no, I, I said it on the a, a IG the other day. It was like um, I, I got a two year old daughter and I, I let her do the business with me. You know, we got yeah, the yeah. apparel line. I let her put the packages together with me because I, I want her to see what I'm doing, but I also want her to understand that, Hey, daddy loves you. And he's going to be right here to help you figure this out. So regardless of whatever you're doing, I'm still going to be there to help you. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, I, man, I'm just, i my, my, my mind is good. My mind's going faster than my, my mouth can talk. <laughs> yeah. um, no, bro. Because I, I, that's real. I, just, Josh. I love, I love, that's where really we are cool. right now in this conversation mm-hmm. and I don't yeah no, I, that's, you you, back no, to no Josh you we you good
0: because it, I was I was gonna bring I was gonna bring it full circle because when I look at when I look at my children um the biggest thing my dad did for me with getting into the meat business mm-hmm. um I worked it from the bottom up right mm-hmm. and I, I got into the meat business because I I loved I I saw how much it meant for my father yeah. to have a package in the grocery store <laughs> Rosefields grocery store as a black male. Mm. Aunt Jemima's not real. Uncle Ben was a fiction, they're, they're, they're not real characters. Yeah. My pops was real, okay? And so it caused me, when I saw how much he loved it, how much he valued it, it was easy for me to get in line with the family business. Y'all see what I'm saying? Yep. Um, before the Campbell name, for the generation. Um, and, and I worked the business from the bottom up. I didn't get tired with MS. I didn't get weary with my disease because I saw how much it meant to my pops and what we were building. And once he fed it to me, and once I bought into the fact that one day I will have children, Mm -hmm. and we will continue this thing going. I always loved Campbell's soup. I thought that's what we did growing up. Mm -hmm. And my dad said, we will be like Campbell's. Mm -hmm. We will have something like that. So it it starts there and and it really trickles down to my kids to this day. And Josh says something powerful, bro, with, with the t-shirt pressing, with the rubber bands, with the radio show, all this stuff that I have, I bring my babies with me. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I bring my babies with me. I don't yeah. care what you got to say, because if I can expose them, if we can expose them to a trade and mm-hmm. what this means and mm-hmm. what this does, when mm-hmm. mommy and daddy are doing this, it allows our family for this—not mm-hmm. um, necessarily wealth, but just, just, just like allows our growth allows yeah. us to be exposed to different conversations at the dinner table yeah. because of these things. Yeah. I love kids because their minds are so spongy. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could have a kid mind all over again, but we adult, <laughs> we got to go through all the trash from the bin from now to, to recycle back. We all been through this. Um, but, but that's what it's about. That's how we create it. I, I feel you can't have generational wealth, Josh, without love. Yeah. I feel like you can't get yeah. your kids to buy into it if if you don't have no love at the root, does that, does that make sense? Yeah, I don't no, know? No, that's perfect.
2: Cause I, I wanted to come back to that with the, uh, how did you, and cause you, you speaking and I want, I want to see if you can be able to show me two sides. Yeah. I wanted to see the <laughs> man. I love my dad and mm-hmm. I see what he's trying to do. I see the vision. I see how that makes him happy, but mm-hmm. then I also want to see the, do um, some examples of, excuse me. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or All right. All right. All right. I haven't bought into the vision of me running this cup. Like I got yeah. other goals and other dreams and other visions, because I, I think um, when we talk about generational wealth and we're talking about the society we're in today, where you can get online and learn a skill and learn this trade and feel mm-hmm. like you're, you know, you have something that does not benefit the family. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's a totally different path of yeah. what you're trying to go. So if we can get like just the, you know, how did you fall in love with the family business and started to grow? Because, man, bro, when you started talking about number one, number two, number three, mm-hmm. I was like, this dude loves his sausage. Yes. He loves me. <laughs> like, he, he, knows, he knows everything. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, that's a totally different love than somebody who's saying, you know what? I understand we have a business, but I'm just trying to do my best to support it.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think the fact that, you know, he wanted, I think my dad wanted us to play sports, not to be, athletic or anything just because of he wanted us to get into something where you get hit in the mouth and then you got to figure out what to do mm. like you know as a forget the sports just like when you get hit and laid <laughs> completely out what can you do out there by yourself without mommy and daddy
2: Oh, bro! I just had flashbacks. Flashbacks. <laughs>
0: yeah, i'm just i'm just i'm just being like so so that was that was big i think he he knew we needed to know that right and yeah. so because i fell in love with sports the 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 love the, the my my love in football was researching the other team mm-hmm. i love to depict you and learn your strengths and your weaknesses and i love to watch film to be a mm-hmm. student of it yeah. mm-hmm. okay so getting into the sausage business it was the same mentality
2: It was like, okay,
0: I don't do it in sports, but let me see if this transfers over to life. Like if I research the tops and if if I can be innovative, pinpoint a weakness of where their niche is not in in the sausage business and we create that, you know, you see what I'm saying? So it it correlated. But I think it came down to my dad understanding his child. Mm. My Mm. dad knew from Jump Street that football was not going to be my thing, but he did appreciate the fact of the intangibles that that sports was teaching the children so when it as i grew older my dad always knew that i was a talker he always knew <laughs> that i was a speaker why because my dad is a communications major my dad is yeah. amazing at speeches so he mm-hmm. saw in me what i didn't see in myself but because he knew it was better for him to be to let your kids discover it for themselves to not be so hard on them so they don't yeah. give up and quit on what's in them um when he saw me finally discover it in sales he was like boom son you finally got it and don't let this thing die. Yeah. That's why I was never the head of the company. That's why he stopped me at sales. Mm-hmm. He saw mm-hmm. that in me. Not at no executive. No, sir. Yeah. My son gotta be out there. You talk, you talk that talk. And then, son, <laughs> when you discover speaking <laughs> is a business, now you endeavored, you you earned your own entrepreneur endeavor. So we yeah. here, yeah. But how dare I limit you? from gaining knowledge in another industry as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. because you can always bring that back into our business and we grow regardless of which, because yes, uh, yeah. So that's, that's how it, that's how it, that's how it came to be. But, but it started I, with a, 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 a dad saying something. Yeah. It's, it's about, it's about, so here, okay. We have love and then know your doggone kids. Number yes. two, we're yes. trying to make your kid, kids <laughs> out here playing sports. Your son don't even like basketball. You know what I'm saying? Your son is gifted with his hands, but you you want him to be the leader of the Easter speeches at church, or, yeah, or you want yeah. him to be the lead role. And your son is crafty with his hands; he can build something, but you're missing it because you don't know your yeah. kids as a dad. Girl, so, so my
1: son, my dad knew his his son.
2: Yeah, I was just, just waiting I thought, for it to I just
1: saw TC get mad. Like he he was he was happy. He was smiling. He was like, "Look." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Josh. Y'all talk about it, though. Um, Come on. Yeah, Come on. we be here. Look, you're right. You're right. Because uh, to be real, you know what? I, I have two daughters. I've mm-hmm. always wanted a son because not, not to have some self-fulfilling you know, prophecy, whatever, to have them play sports or anything like that. I just like sports. And I'm like, okay, yo, I want to go see you play sports. My daughter, even at two, I can see she ain't the most gifted at sports. It, 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 even at two, I'm like, okay. But she she loves to dance. And she's great, and her, her, her memory is great. And I'm like, okay, you need a great memory to know dance routines and all the movements and da 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 da, da. So we're going to put her in a dance class. I, I could go put her in Blast Ball. Now, yeah, we're still going to put her in something so she can get out there and get this energy out because I need yeah. to go play. Straight, but to yeah. Already, yeah. right now, I understand, and I'm cultivating, like, okay, what does she like to do? Mm-hmm. And what are, because there's, anything she does, she can learn lessons from.
2: And mm-hmm.
1: so I, I need to, That's right figure out how I can channel that energy and that love so that she can figure it out. So TC, you love sports. And so, but your dad understood that you would learn things from playing sports. So he allowed you to play. And so even when we came on and you was talking about, oh, number one, number two, like uh, Kev said, as far as the sausage, he was like, yo, you love sausage. And I was just like, I get it because now it makes sense because he did that same thing with the opponents. like what were, And so it's just like, your, your dad saw that and he allowed you to cultivate that. And so that's the same thing I'm just trying to do with my kids. And so all your dads mm-hmm. out there, like, yo, like, listen, what TC just said, like, don't be trying to put your kids in some place that they don't want to be. Now, are there benefits? Yes. But there's also drawbacks if they don't want to be there.
2: So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's and, we, and we're experiencing that right now. Kendall's 12, you know what I mean? And so she's been dancing since she was two, you know, and as she, Some people fall in love with it and, you know, and that's, you have to be a good judge of your kids and you really, I'm a, I'm a knock it back. Number one, you have to know who you are and know some of numbers, you know, like really like real talk fathers, we got to know who we are. What are some of the things we like? What are our, you know, what are our motivations? What keeps us going? What, where do we slack? Where do we, because what I've started to realize with Kendall at 12 years old is man, she's a lot like me. She's really gifted you know, in a lot of different areas, but she hasn't found that one thing that she's committed herself to. Does it make sense? But that's also knowing that that's who I used to be. You know, I used to be, and I still have commitment issues. I'm still trying to say the whole world and I know I need to focus, but you know what I mean? Like, but But having commitment, but that's me knowing who I am, knowing who her mother is, you know, where are these tendencies coming from? And I think that's the most beautiful thing that I've seen between TC and his father is that, you know, his dad put him in something that he was familiar with as a father, but also recognized his son was an individual and that his son was gonna, you know, choose whatever path that he wanted to choose, but you gotta do something. So even Mm -hmm. in this season with Kendall, I'm like, yo... If we change from dance, and she's not wanting to completely leave dance, but what else are we gonna pick up so that we can figure out what is it that you love to do so that we can, you know, figure out how you learn, man. how? And this it's funny because a lot of this stuff is just connecting from even what what we have her in. Listen, fathers, not everything has to be expensive. If you get behind your kid and you support your kid with a little bit that you can, other doors were open where that you never thought would have opened. Like Kendall's in a program that we've never would have thought to put her in, but they're talking about the same thing as far as development and the development of her so that she can be successful in the things that she wants to be. But then that goes back to generational wealth, because once you do it at a young age, you're not at 21, 22, 23, 30, 35, 40, because I can't trust you to run a business, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, I can't trust good. you. To... Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so being able to start wow. really young and being able to mold them and help them figure out, you know, who they are as an individual and then what are the gifts that they have to bring to the table at a young age, bro, like, you know, we, we want to jump into getting the money and the wealth of generational. And then we wonder why it doesn't trickle down is because we still got cavities and we got... You know, stuff in our back that's they, they drain you. We're draining it because I gotta get you out of jail every other month. You know, we, we draining it because I so I'm sorry, I, I went on a tangent, but nah, you are right, baby. But but that's what that's that's what I love about it. And so really we have to know who we are and we have to know who our kids are, and we have to be willing to let them go and and grow in that in, in their um, their their gifts, man. That's good, brother. That's solid. You That's said something
1: huge. real good man. You said what are our motivators as in fathers? Like what what is really motivating us to do these things that we're doing with our kids? And man, I think that is like the first question we need to ask when looking at creating something for our kids. Yeah. It's like what is motivating you? Is it is it just to have the money so that you can go live the lifestyle so you can You know, go do what other dads are doing. Are you really looking to create something that's going to last generations and generations and generations? I look at the big homie Jamal King uh, in Chicago, man, um, (laughs) just creating a massive empire for his uh, entire family. Yeah, Like, he he, he set up his kids. Now he's setting up his grandkids. And I I think he was just talking last week. He was like, yo, he's like, once I'm done with my grandkids, he's like, I'm working on my great-grandkids my mm-hmm. man's not even 50 yet mm-hmm. and so it's like you you can see what his motivation is his motivation is not just for him to amass all this wealth so he could do whatever he wants to do and live out some lifestyle and some crazy things and I think that's what people lose it because before we came on the podcast we were talking like yo 70% of wealthy people lose wealth in the second generation mm-hmm. 90% lose it by the third generation but when you have I love, love and when you have great motivating factors to create something that's going to last as long as the Fords, you know what I mean? As long as all these other families that we, uh, we wear and drink and eat and things like that, man, I think those are the two keys. Like yeah, you got to have love yeah, and you got to have, know what motivates you. And those got to be the right motivators, man. And I'm, I'm done. We can, we can shut this down. Weird, Bro, like
2: seriously, man. Like it's just it's it's a beautiful theme, man. Hey, TC, I think it's like speaking, right? You know, because we're coming from both the man, you come from a similar field. You know, we I'm a minister, you're a speaker, and you know, a lot of us jump up and say, We gonna speak, but you got to get real specific about your subject and your topic before you yeah. go jump out speaking because people are only gonna want to purchase what you're really good at talking about. You know what I mean? And I think one of the things um, we really have to do when we think about building wealth is what the specific things that we're trying to build, the specific things that we're trying to do, because if we don't get specific of what we're really trying to do and and what we're trying to do with generational wealth building, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've seen, I've seen wealthy people in, horrible families you know in their family yeah they got generational wealth because they uh, it was established by their great great grandfather you know and they Mm -hmm. so they don't have to worry but then there's nothing great comes out of that Mm -hmm. and then I've seen it where we've had generational wealth where not only did they bless their family they bless their family so much where they have to bless everybody else Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I think that's what we have to really start you know changing the way we think Um, because we, we, we have been hurting for a long time, you know, black families, uh, minority families, we've been hurting for a long time. And every time we try to build our wealth and get out something tragic happens, but there's ways and things that we can, um, protect our wealth, you know, and I think that's another podcast within itself is just how to protect our wealth once we, once we generate the wealth, but, um, I know our time is coming to a to, to real close, but I really want to talk about your kids. Like, how are you planning on, you know, transitioning wealth to your kids? Because even just talking from here, um, mm-hmm. I might need to start a production company because my, my kid loves to sing, dance, and want to do theater. You know what I mean? So in, in this t- today's society, I'm a speaker. We need mm-hmm. to just do a production company and put it all under one hat and do our thing. You know what I mean? But what are some how, what are some ways or what are some things you're doing to start um, transitioning that wealth to your family, to your kids?
0: Yeah. um, And I think we talked about it. We talked about one, uh, my biggest move with thinking about this has, I'm always somebody who sees, I say, I see the end at the very beginning, meaning like I have my desires of what I want my life to look like before it even happens. Mm -hmm. And that's prayerfully. What -hmm. does that look like? So for me, I've always wanted to ensure that from day one, I leave something in the soil for my children. We talked about that with real estate, whatever, um, with our home. So that's the biggest thing right now is the home that we have. It is going to be the rental property, but it is going to be standing in my children's name. Okay, it will be in my children's name. Um, Secondly. Because my life doesn't evolve around sports, it's so beautiful, right? Because my, my <laughs> life is in a, a different trajectory than it was mm-hmm. in my teens and my 20s. So mm-hmm. because of what, what, what life has been like for me as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, as a mentor, all those titles, then obviously I look at my son and I'm more open um, to see past sports with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now that my mind has been, so I, I tell people you have to, you have to, re- in order to, to have that, that generational wealth mindset, you have to receive some things. And mm-hmm. and for me, I'm just now to a point in my life where I can receive what is out there for me, because mm-hmm. I go through counseling every Sunday, mm-hmm. because I've constantly work on chiseling down those things. And I'm not going to let that weight spill over into my children. Yeah. So you talk yeah. about that. So, I can't get to my kids if daddy's not right. Daddy goes to counseling every... Yes, I come from a two-parent home. Yes, I grew up on the west side of Austin. Yes, come from quote-unquote money. Yes, all of that. I go to counseling. Because don't minimize or marginalize your pain. If mm-hmm. it hurts you, it will scorn you, and it will spill over. Your cuts will spill over and bleed on other people. You don't even notice it. So well, dad about has to say, work I,
1: on... it. she was just like, yo, everybody grieves." Yeah. Mm-hmm. we, hey, we, we got to deal with that one.
0: We got to deal with that. So to get to the kids. So I talked about that. um, But then daddy had to work. Daddy has to work on himself every week. Yeah. And he has to be consistent about it so that daddy's cuts and wounds don't bleed over into Messiah and Cheyenne's life.
2: Mm, Because mm -hmm.
0: that way it allows it allows me to be open for the visions and the dreams that they have. Because if Mm -hmm. I'm not, my cuts will block their dreams. You you get what I'm saying? So I'll I'll miss it.
2: Um, So that's
0: that that's the that's the other thing that I, I i'm i'm very open about counseling i'm very open about therapy you you so that that was the other thing and then um listen y'all uh, my kids like to talk a lot so what they're inheriting from from uh, quite honest i'm just being real um i try to put them in situations where they can use their personality right now for my kids yeah. where their personalities can breathe my mm-hmm. son is very artsy um and my son likes to talk a lot so guess what, my son does singing and in the choir and my son is big on artistry and painting. And I try mm-hmm. to take him around those things as much as I can. Yeah. All right, my daughter is, is very big personality, has the attention. So like you said, Kev, dancing. But then when it comes to business, I don't show them the sausage business just yet. Mm. My son's not ready for that yet. He's still mm-hmm. trying to figure out his pops and all that stuff. He's looking on daddy right now.
2: Yeah. So because yeah.
0: daddy is just now starting his own business endeavor, so we press t-shirts. So we design the wristbands together. Mm-hmm. And I bring them alongside, not to not to push them into it, but just so they can see what goes into building yeah. something. Just just yeah. see what, what goes into building something. Um, and when you're ready to do that lemonade stand, yo, let's go. 25 cents. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. You ready you yeah. ready for a business? Then yeah. you say, Daddy, what a, how do we okay? So we paid for the wristband. Okay, so we pay for the wristbands. That means your price son has to come back um to where you can at least walk away with something. Yeah. You always gotta know your mind. And before you know it, you're already talking business. And yeah. then it's like, oh, so we can, so if we put 25 cents on this lemonade, right? And then we got to get the lemons, and <laughs> yeah, so their know, minds get, get wrong. You don't have to, you don't have to push it, is what I'm saying. You don't, you don't have yeah. to push it. Yeah. Just, you just yeah. you're speaking it to them and you're letting their mind their mind sponge it, and mm-hmm. they're gonna apply it to whatever endeavor they're passionate about and then when they passionate about it bro I'm all in for the lemonade thing. you feel me you ain't got to do real life real talk but yeah lemonades yeah. my son came to me he was like dad
1: so
0: I got these toys for free but what what if I take that over to Ray and I sell that to Ray you know for like a dollar like dad I'm walking away with more than a tooth fairy and I'm like yo time out bro I pay for those toys <laughs> So technically, I get, I like your mindset. I love where your head's at, Your head is going, but so it's all those moments, those, those conversations, those are beneficial conversations. And we yeah, let to them. Them,
1: them toys. Let sell them toys. But I'm
0: just, I, I don't know. My, my. So I'm a little bit more laxed in how I presented with my kids. Why? Because yeah. my father was that way, and he yeah, wasn't yeah. pushy, but he just yeah. gave throughout little nuggets and conversations that caused the mind to think. So yeah. your kids can tell you what they're passionate about, and then you get into it, and then you create that umbrella on how they can excel at what they're good at. That's too long. You don't have to cut that, Josh. I'm sorry. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. You that's have to cut that, got that got out, bro. Uh-uh,
1: nah, bro. uh-uh. Nah, bro. I, nah. I mean, here's the thing. Anybody that made it, we we 40 minutes into this, they they made it this far. They listen. Okay. I know. Mean, uh, I hear you. But, but we're we gonna get out of here now. though. be yeah. But uh, before we do, yo, I need y'all to like and subscribe to the podcast. We're not, we not locked down. It. We still got closing words. Um, I do want to say something though. Um, and this just <clears throat> this just me and you, we could talk offline if we want to. Uh, I'm not giving uh financial advice or any business advice, but I would say, Tyler, um, rethink putting the bit those um those properties in their name, looking to put them into a trust. Cause especially so when they get married and something if heaven forbid something happens, that asset is now part of the trust. That ain't part of me. Um, so you might want to do that, but yeah. then also a lot of, uh, our Thank Asian you. cultures, when they have trust, that's how they, uh, they become their own banks. Mm. So then they build these assets and then they borrow money from the trust and then they just pay it back to them. But anyway, that's I'm a whole listen, I'm topic. putting this in my, I'm putting this in my phone, just so you know, I not have a notepad. I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, listening. I'm right. Listen, I'm, right.
0: Listen I'm right Because, because my neighbor I'm across the street-
1: talking service level.
0: Yeah, no, my neighbor across the street, who's from, who's Asian- um and bought the the house next to him when he bought his house trust so that's that's the man above speaking over you because that's what i'm i'm doggone supposed to do so thank you josh Ashford, and i'm I'm putting that down because me and my wife need to talk about that so so thank you for blessing me with that that's real no that's dope
1: uh kev you got final words man
0: man
2: listen uh that's good man that's good josh It's it's always a pleasure to be with you, fathers, man. It's always a pleasure to be with our people who have liked us, shared us, man, whether it's a female or male, young or old. Listen, we love each and every one of you guys for joining us. Generational wealth does not always focus on money. Like, it has to do with the family. It has to do with a foundation. It has to do with love. It has to do, man, you've heard it all here today. So uh, take your time with this series. Like, seriously, like, I know Josh just said it was time to go, and I was like, but bro, <laughs> I, I got I got some more stuff down here I wanted to talk about because he was just talking because it's so much. And, and I understand, like, we desire, you know what, Josh and TC, I've met more men who are trying to develop businesses and who are trying to do the right thing, but we're hurt and we're broken, and we, we're not working on ourselves, and then, you know, our families are a reflection of that, you know, and that's what I love, TC, that you said. You're not bleeding onto your kids and, and messing, you know, messing up their dreams. Um, so, um, Fathers, man, this is the greatest podcast, one of the greatest podcasts we've had. These things have been fire! Hey, I so had good episodes, this. man. Yeah, Great man. Episodes. So take your time with this episode, man, um, and you can see my... You know, you can always hit me at the mentor coach. You know, if it's whether for mentoring, coaching on fatherhood, man, just hit me up. Even if it's just encouragement, go like my page, man, and let's connect. TC, what you got, man? Um, I, I you know, don't like. I,
0: I just want to tell all the dads, like, bro, you you're good enough. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know. I think we all oftentimes overlook. The greatness and the and the great qualities that we have in us as men, as as fathers, as as pillars in the community. Um, don't wish to be like somebody else, bro. Just be the first you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that, and that right there is good enough, dance Yo, just be you. Um, because you're the apple of your children's eye, and that will never change. Mm-hmm. Just love yourself.
1: Yo, man, y'all, y'all talking good. Y'all talking real, real good. I I Kev said he wants to go back and talk over some more stuff, man. I was about to just stop it. And are you, doing, are you smiling? <laughs> I'm smiling. Would, look, man. So for anybody that don't understand, so <laughs> me. Stop Josh. So no, we're, we're going to talk about this. So I, when I met Tyler, I met him speaking. And so uh, I saw him, we were in uh, Grand Ledge, Michigan. Shout out to the big homie ET. Shout out to, you know, CJ. Shout out to Cantus, uh, Kendall, Coach Val, all them. But anyways, when I saw TC Speak, I thought he was a spoken word speaker, just because the way it flowed and kind of everything went. And then what y'all don't see right now is he usually wears glasses. But he had just got these new glasses and with the MS, it was bothering his eyes and da-da-da-da-da. So he started off his speech and he was like just like and giving it to you. And then he did this one little move and he was just like, Well, let's get into it. And he took his glasses off and he was just like, Well, I'm Tyler Campbell, da 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 da. Long story short, that wasn't even part. That wasn't even part of like he just did that because his eyes were hurting. It wasn't part of his speech. <laughs> he Never really talked to him before. But I say all that to say throughout the whole speech, he never smiled. Mm. And, and he he, mm-hmm. he gets raw and like good information, and like he just doesn't smile when he talks, but he smiles all the time when he regularly talks. And so <laughs> I've been telling him since the whole time that I've known him, and his wife has told him, yeah. Bro, you got a smile when you talk. You giving good game, but you out here talking to these kids and you looking angry. Like, yeah, angry black, man. You don't every black man. Yep. You're right. So that's why he's sitting here doing the little fake smile, boy. <laughs> me and uh, but he's getting better, man. He's getting better. Bro, um, I'm a work in progress, father. Just like you, I'm a
0: constant work in progress. Let's go.
1: Oh man, y'all! Y'all like the like the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us some reviews because we need them so we can go ahead and move up there, man. Yo, twenty twenty one is gonna be fantastic. This is coming out on the new year. I forgot to even mention that. I don't even care. Happy New Year! Um, Happy New Year, Happy <laughs> new year y'all. <laughs> yo, this um, I, I I feel that that God is calling. You know, Kevin, and I we started something really. Uh, really great, man. And, yeah. and just where we Indeed. see this going, we're gonna do some planning sessions, man. We, we're gonna start letting y'all know what we're talking about before we even talk about it. Yes, so, um, I, I part of me wants to get more than just one guest on here at a time. I don't, I don't know, I don't know where we're gonna go. We're gonna talk about that, but man, 2021 is gonna be a banger year. Receiving, bro, receive has it. been a good setup, it's been a good foundation, man. But now, um, and, and uh, if you along with us on this journey, man, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, and uh, stay tuned. But until then, we'll see y'all next week. Y'all take care. Peace.